Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Divine Messages podcast. My name is T. How's it going today? I'm sitting here together with Karina. Karina is a psychic medium and Reiki master from Calgary, Alberta. Karina, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing great. Good. We want to thank you for tuning in tonight. All of our podcasts can be found on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Karina. Yeah. I am so excited to talk about this one tonight. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) This one I hold very near and dear to my heart, and maybe it's just because I know a little bit more about it. Tonight we're talking about Reiki. Yes. You guys are all like, oh my God, finally they're telling us what the heck this Reiki Reiki is. is. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay, so Karina, tell us, what the heck is Reiki? Well, it's... uh... It's a form of energy healing. It's been around for like thousands of years. And the form of Reiki that you and I do is Yusui Reiki. Mm-hmm. And all right, T, so because this is something that, you know, you and I connect with, and I know that you're so good at Reiki, I want you I to... Am? Yes. <laughs> How many times do I have to smack you upside the head? Down? Yeah. Anyways... I want you to explain to the everybody, what is Reiki? What the heck is Reiki, T? Reiki is life energy. And so it's a form of healing that balances our mental clarity. And Reiki is known to reduce stress. Mm-hmm. It allows for relaxation. Um, it helps with like restoration of your body and your mind and your spirit. And the way that I like to explain it to um, new clients is that it's almost like a massage for your mind and for your soul. Mm -hmm. So um, can you add to that? (laughs) I I guess, you know, what would be good to explain is that there's that life force energy that you're talking about. That life force energy goes through our crown chakra and it goes down our arms out our hands and into the body of the client we're conduits of light right we're just the mediums we're that um between heaven and earth that bridge and so basically that life force energy goes through us and goes to the client yeah and i also like to say too that it's because it is energy work it's trying to break up and take out the negative yucky stuff mm-hmm. and just yes. fill your body with white light, light and mm-hmm. good calming stuff positive energy positive energy yes good positive energy exactly yeah so are you guys still with us anybody <laughs> understand <laughs> oh my okay okay so now that we kind of not don't even know anything about what it is just kidding <laughs> what are some benefits Oh, gosh, but Reiki has so many benefits. There's, you know, it helps reduce stress. It can help relieve pain, like physical pain in the body. It can clear out old emotions. It cleanses out toxins in the body. It can balance chakras. It helps with your moods. It um, also, like, brings comfort to people who are, you know, maybe struggling with grief. It helps um, also with um, trauma. So... That's something that's really important is going back into the past and healing what's stuck in the body because everything that 
manifests in physical form has some sort of spiritual aspect to it. It's something that you may have just been hanging on to, something you haven't dealt with, something that you've been suppressing, and it gets built up in the body, and yeah, Reiki goes in and clears it. Karina, so tell us, how did you get into Reiki? Well, it's kind of a long story, but I think I should say it because I think it's important how this whole journey began because first of all, like we were saying, what the heck is Reiki? I had no idea what it was. Oh, gosh. And so I went to see this healer because I was really struggling in my life. And, you know, I got there and she had done a, an amazing reading for me and some Reiki. And she looked at me and said, I think you really need to, you know, do your Reiki. And I said, okay, I just really didn't understand it. I kind of just brushed it aside maybe, mm -hmm. right? And I left there. She gave me some like paperwork and stuff to to explain it, but I just I didn't feel like it was for me at that time, I guess. Right. So a year goes by, I go to see another healer and I sat with him and he said to me, "This is what you need to do. Like you're you need to remember who you are and you're supposed to be doing healing." For others and I thought well I'm so messed up I was so broken I said how is that gonna happen he said trust me this is who you are you're gonna remember and this is what you need to do come to my house I've got this Reiki share happening just come see what it's all about and I thought okay I'll try it like I still thought it was a bit wonky so I go over to his place I go into his basement apartment and there's about six people in the room male and female and a lady on the table and he pulls me aside and he says, oh, I'm so glad you're here. I'm just gonna tell you how to do it. You let the light come through your top of your head and out your hands and you just, you know, hover over the person's body. And I thought, okay, mm. I'm in the wrong place. This is, I really <clears throat> wanted to leave. I thought this is nuts. And um, they started doing all these like rituals, you know, some prayer things. And I just felt like I was so out of place. And he saw that I was uncomfortable, said to me, you know what? come with me for a second. I'm just going to like tell you that you just need to remember who you are, Krita. This is going to make sense. And I thought, okay. I went back in. I closed my eyes and I went and hovered over this woman's chest. And I started, I, I was so drawn to this area. I couldn't move my hands. It was almost like magnets. I had no idea what I was doing. Everybody else, you know, they were all practitioners, so they knew exactly what they were doing. And they looked, it looked pretty wonky. Right? Mm. I just didn't understand it. But as I started to breathe and close my eyes, I started to actually see a lump in this woman's breast. And I thought, okay, I'm really like, I've lost my marbles, right? I, I don't know what's happening here. And so we finished up the session. Everybody decided, oh, I'm going to, you know, tell her I got this and I got that. And I said, I'm not speaking up. I don't even, I'm not even a practitioner. I'm going to sound crazy. And so everybody dispersed they went somewhere else and somehow I'm alone in a room with her and there was this deep inner voice just saying you need to say something go say something right now and I went up to her and I said look I'm gonna sound crazy I'm not a practitioner actually I don't even know why I'm here tonight but I feel like I'm supposed to say this to you there's I saw like a lump on the right side of your breast and she said well that's accurate I'm having it removed next week and I went oh how did I see that oh my god and it was like a light bulb honestly went off my head like I can't believe that I just saw that I it was like um I was I was supposed to be doing this hmm. and I left there that day and I said to him okay sign me up 
I'm going to do Reiki. And so I did. I went and did my level one and two. I did my master's three months later, which you should really wait a year in between. But I was pushed along my journey because I'm supposed to be a teacher. And they kind of ushered me along a little bit faster than normal. And it was a really, really difficult road for me. But here I am working as a Reiki master today. So that's how it happened for me. But uh, T, why don't you tell everybody what happened to you on your journey and how did Reiki find you? And I will say this really quickly. Reiki does find you. You don't find it. So the master will appear when you're ready. Whoa. <laughs> You've never said that to me before, actually. No? No. Well, oh my gosh. How much time do we have, Karina? <laughs> A lot. Keep going. Let's go. <laughs> so... I actually stumbled upon Reiki uh, back in the day when I was doing my fitness training. So I went to school to become a um, personal trainer, and one of the programs that I got into required credits. So after however, however long of having one certification, you need to keep your credits up. So I did everything that I could that was on the list. And I had my personal training, then I did my nutrition, and then I did Groove X, and then I did, oh my gosh, I feel like I even did Zumba, I can't remember. But I did everything that I possibly could, and the only thing left on this list of things that would keep my um, credibility up, I guess, was Reiki. I couldn't say it, didn't know what the heck it was, I was... Mm. I, so I friggin signed up for it because, oh my God, like I need my credits for this. So I go to this class and, and just like you, I'm sitting there thinking, what the, the heck, heck is, is this? this? Yes. And like, I didn't understand it. It didn't, I th just, I thought it was wonky. Um, mm -hmm. I was very intrigued by it. Like I, like it, it sounded cool Yeah. and it sounded like, I get that. like something really I don't know. It yeah. just sounded cool, but it didn't seem like anything I could do or I was, I don't know. So anyways, I did my whole class, did my course. I was certified. <laughs> Crazy. Just kidding. Um, uh, put the book away. Never touched it again. That was it. Then probably about four or five years later, I think, I get invited to a group reading at one of Karina and Mai's mutual friend. And I had never met Karina. So I go to this reading and she does the whole group session first. And then there's private sessions afterwards. So I go into the little room where Karina was sitting. And she picked up on the fact that I had done Reiki before. And she said why aren't you doing this? Like you have totally shut it out of your life and you've put it away and you haven't touched it in a very long time. And I was like, whoa, okay, weird. Anyways, it intrigued me enough. Um, like it brought it back to the surface and it'd be enough to want to relook at it. And so I signed up to do my level one and two again, this time with Karina. And it has been the coolest thing since. Um, I just can't get away from all of the healing that it brings emotionally, mentally, and physically, really. So, uh, yeah. And now I've tried to like 
turn away from it quite a few times because again like or at the time I just thought but really like is there enough people out there that know about it and that will want to experience it or are interested in this and so I just kind of took it slow and did little by little and you know the answer is that there are so many people that are in need of it and that are interested in it. But it's kind of crazy that just earlier in the episode, you made a comment saying the master will appear when the student is ready because that is exactly what happened. It was like that was the time that I needed it the most and I got back into it. The time when I first met Karina was all in and around the time that, as I've said before, my middle guy was going through all the really hard, hard stuff with energy levels in himself. So yeah, it's been a couple years now and I'm so, I love it. I love Reiki. I love what it does for Mm. people. I love doing Reiki on others. I love sharing Reiki. I'm like so eager to talk about it. Like when people ask me questions and the only thing I can say is you got to just come experience it because it's hard to, it's hard hard to hard to explain. It really is hard to explain. Even as a practitioner, how do you say hey, you're going to come and lay on my table. I'm going to put my hands on you, and that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. And you're going to love it. And people are like, okay, that's crazy, Okay, right? weirdo. Yeah. yeah. But um, it is that, it's that wonderful. It's, you know, and the other thing, I guess, when I remember when I first started teaching, which I was pushed into um, by one of the students, and I'm so grateful for it to this day. So back when I first started teaching, I remember actually sitting down and saying to my spirit team, if I'm supposed to be a teacher and this is what you want me to do, you need to help me. And so I sat down and I just started to do some automatic writing. And next thing I know, I had a course outline. And I thought, okay, here I go. But what I realized was that I wasn't supposed to just teach Yusui Reiki. I was supposed to teach intuitive Reiki. Uh, and some people might be like, well, is there a difference or what is that? Well, actually, being clairvoyant and being a medium and a psychic, I am able to see into the physical body. I don't just transfer the energy or rem- remove negative energy. I actually look into the body and watch little movies. Now, every single student of mine that is sent my way, they all have these abilities. And that's why I'm supposed to teach using their intuition to open up and actually not just look at the negative energy and remove it tell the client like what is going on this is what we see this is what you need to heal this is who you need to forgive or whatever and that's how we do it we do intuitive reiki we're reading the person while we're doing reiki and that's why i think it's incredible i think that's what we need we need to know yes the negative energy is there but why is it there what is what what is this past pain from what what caused this and then go from there discuss it heal it with their help and think we need to explain why anybody would want reiki like why would someone seek reiki what does it do or what like what can we fix or help with so i see things as so everything physical has something means something spiritually that is you know, maybe they haven't dealt with or they've got past trauma in there and it gets stored in the body. And people start physically feeling unwell. 
So they could have aches, they could have pains, they could have depression, anxiety. That's when people would seek out a Reiki practitioner because there's something that just doesn't feel right about their physical body or their, you know, their minds. And they go, you know what, maybe I'm going to try this and see. Yeah. And so our job as healers is to look at those physical pains and like look at their whole body and help them understand what they mean. So every part of the body actually means something. Yeah. And this is the fascinating part to me. Like learning about the different manifestations of your yeah. your pain and your physical ailments. And you're like, like oh, I was like, what? That's on? amazing. Yes. That we what? can pinpoint that yes. and work on that area yes. and heal somebody. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Because once we acknowledge it with the client and say, this is what we see that's like going on, and they actually validate that, it's the energy almost moves. It's almost like they just need to say it. Yeah. And then once it's moved, we replace that whole dark spot with white light and push out any of those heavy feelings. Now, we're healers, but we also need the person to accept the healing. That's right. Because we can't do everything for them. I can't, you know, it took me a long time when I had Reiki done on myself to even work through the healing because there was so much I wasn't willing to look at. Right. So we're not some magical fix. It does, it's a partnership. We help someone else recognize what they need to heal in their lives. And then they must do the work as well, right? That's right. So what you're saying is that every physical ailment that we have or physical pain Mm -hmm. comes from like a negative energy that's been shoved in there and stuck in there mm-hmm. like negative negative self-talk you know yes. someone hurt your feelings someone physically hurt you someone traumatized you all of those things get yeah stuck in the body and it comes out in physical pain and why does it come out in physical pain because people aren't willing to look at it and deal with it so they bury it and then the body starts screaming pay attention pay attention to me you need okay. to heal this. So let's talk about maybe, let's talk about some of the common parts of the, uh, body. Parts of the body. Well, let's say this. So the right side of our bodies is our male energy and the left side is female. So when I'm working on someone, if I see any kind of physical issues or pains or heavy energy on the right side, I always will ask, well, well to my spirit team, is it... A father that hurt them is it an ex-boyfriend an ex-husband a brother it's something that's related to a man on that side and then any physical symptoms on the left side are connected to mom energy sister girlfriend just being like hurt feelings so there's so many parts of the body do you want to go through some of those yeah so tell us give us some examples let's maybe start, start the at top. the top all right let's give her So the head, usually that's like where there's negative thoughts or all that stress and that worry and they can't shut their minds off. So then, you know, people have headaches and stuff like that. So that's usually what we see in the head. So then there's the sinuses where people suffer from um, sinus infections or pain. And that is actually when someone is irritated with someone close to them. Oh my Jesus. It's true. My husband has oh. sinus infections all the time. <laughs> Babe, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. hmm. 
carry on. Okay, well, <laughs> and then there's the throat. So the throat, when anyone ever gets like a sore throat or I pick up energy around that, that area, the throat chakra, it's because there's something they're not saying, right? So usually a sore throat is like the body screaming, I need to speak, I need to speak. Yeah. And if you ever get a sore throat, ask yourself, what are you not saying to someone? Once you figure it out, the sore throat will go away. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. Then there's um, the chest. So usually chest is anxiety, right? That tightening in the chest, that heaviness. It's like that. It's just um, physically painful and uncomfortable. You almost can't breathe. So that is being anxious about the future or worrying about everything that's in the chest. The stomach area is where people carry all of their worry. Usually sometimes they'll have like acid reflux or an upset stomach or an ulcer and that's from worry. It really is. Now the reproductive area, so the lower abdomen around the sacral chakra, this is for like where women especially and men but women carry a lot of their fears and past pain, past trauma. So a lot of women end up having a lot of reproductive issues like ruptured ovaries and things like that. The hips are related to marriage or partnership. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. I don't. Okay. My hips are perfect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, the knees, that's the inability to bend. So it's like afraid to move forward. The ankles are related to guilt, guilt that you're feeling in your life. Your hands, so the hands are holding on too tightly to something, so trying to control something. Now the neck is stubbornness or inflexibility. The upper back is feeling unloved, a lack of support. So usually when they say the weight of the world is on your shoulders, that's how you feel, like you're taking on everything and you have no support for it. Now the middle of the back is guilt. Now that is guilt for everything. Everything you feel like you you know wish you would have done or not done or everything you feel bad for, it's all across the middle back. The lower back. A lot of people that I work on end up having pain in that area. And the reason is because they're scared of not having enough money. It's the fear of lack of money. Oh. So what happens during a Reiki session is that we unlock the boxes. So I always say that they're like little boxes, tiny little boxes in people's physical bodies that are locked with a key. And those include in that box pain, past trauma, guilt, all of those like negative emotions. And with Reiki, we basically unlock the box. We open it up, we look at it, and we help heal what's in there. So sometimes I've seen miscarriages, abortions, things that we would suppress, right? I don't want to look at that anymore. It's too painful. I'm guilty. I don't ever want to think about it again. But the energy gets stuck and buried in there. And so basically what we're doing is pulling out dark, heavy energy and replacing it with white light. So those little boxes that we just talked about, how they were filled with negative stuff, we almost just let, it's like letting a little bird out of a cage, let it go. So one of the really cool things about Reiki that I get asked about all the time is um, what you call distant Reiki. Can you explain that a little bit? So distance Reiki, yeah, a lot of people ask about that because they say, well, you know, how can you even do that across the world? Well, because they're 
there's a symbol that we use in Yusui Reiki that is like a time machine. And so you can connect with someone that is sitting across from you all the way across the world. So there's no time, space, or dimension. You, it's like activating a button that you push and you can easily connect to someone else's energy, whether they're in the same room with you or not. So sometimes people, on the even if they're on the other side of the world, can actually feel the Reiki energy. So you don't have to be in the same room as them doing it. And so there's times where, you know, a client wants a session and they happen to live a province over or in the United States. And you can do a session by FaceTime or even just on the phone. All you need is their name, and to connect with them is easy because spirit knows where to go. Hmm. Yeah. I love it. It's fascinating to me. Yeah, that you can do it like <clears throat> so far away. They don't have to be in the same room as you, which is amazing. Like, what? Okay, so what does Reiki feel like? Well, when I first had Reiki done on me, I remember laying on the table and being like one of those people. I feel nothing. Mm -hmm. I was blocking it. You know, I wasn't even... I wasn't scared of it. I was just more, I thought it was wonky. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it was, um, I don't even know how to explain it. I just felt like it wasn't working. I just yeah. thought they were putting their hands on me and I'm like, okay, well, this is great and a waste of my time. Right. But somehow I just kept going back for more and I would feel better and better and better. And then I started to actually feel the energy and it was like almost like tingling sometimes I would feel like I would have like waves of energy going through my body, like like all the way from the top of my head down to my feet. Now, I, I don't see this, but I know some clients have said this, that they see colors. Some are really um, just completely relaxed. Some people will laugh. Some people will cry. A lot of people cry. I'm not going to lie. And sometimes when people are crying, it's just such an incredible release because they've had all this stuff bottled up and they're just we're helping them move it and get it out. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, sometimes like some clients will say they feel nothing at all. Yeah. I'm sure you've experienced that when they're like, I don't know, I don't really get anything, but know that the work is being done anyways. Right. And I was like that too in the beginning, right? Yeah. I think you definitely have to be open to receiving it. Okay, Karina. So let's say I get knock on wood here, but diagnosed with some kind of uh, horrible illness. Does this mean that right. I come and see you for Reiki, get Reiki healing done, and I'll be cured? No. I wish it was that easy because if it was, I think all of the healers in the world would be super, super busy and not being able to see everybody at all at once. And more people would okay. know about Reiki. Exactly. And I wish that it was as, as simple as that. Our job as Reiki practitioners is to almost ignite this fire in somebody to heal themselves because our thoughts create our reality. So if we're, you know, worrying about things getting worse or things being really bad, they will be. And so what I like to tell everybody is to Always try to view yourself as perfectly healthy, perfectly healed. Now, sometimes, unfortunately, there are, we have a certain time that we're supposed to be on the earth, okay? So none of us know our exit times, and 
we get these illnesses that are incurable or it's our time to go. And sometimes we can't change that. Everything is in the universe's hands. It's not in our hands. The best thing I can say as a practitioner is that people come to us for that healing to help with the physical um, and emotional aspects of it. So it could be, you know, helping with some of the symptoms or relieving some of the pain or their sadness or depression about it. So again, we're not miracle workers that way. That's out of our hands. We are just practitioners that will help you along your healing journey. Yeah, I feel as though Reiki is good combination to use alongside your other modalities of healing, right? If that makes sense, you know? Wow. Well, Karina, you know, we are so excited to record this episode because you and I are both, um, we really do love Reiki and we are strong believers of Reiki, but (laughs) I don't know if we actually said what we are, you know, like I, I, I just hope you're all still with us here. I think one of the most important things to take from tonight's episode and in learning what Reiki is and what it does is that just like Karina and I, in both of our journeys, when Reiki found us, we both thought it was crazy. It's okay to not understand it and not know. And it's okay to be curious about it. And I feel like if you are curious about Reiki or you've ever just thought like, huh, I wonder if I should try it. I feel like that's your sign. Your sign. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Again, you may feel everything and, and all of what we talked about, or you may feel none of it, but just know that the energy healing and the balancing and the clearing is working. So, whoo. So Karina, I think we're good. Thanks for talking Reiki and thanks for being my Reiki master. I'm going to cry. My God. Okay. (sighs) So we want to thank you all for tuning in to the Divine Messages podcast. I am T and together with Karina, we want to say thank you. Good night. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye, Karina. Goodbye. Good night. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on our own interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.